What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. This podcast is meant to be really conversational and casual, just a couple of leaders here at Fathom talking about faith and life and talking about how we can grow in our faith where it's really going on Monday through Saturday and not just on Sunday. So tune in, listen to the conversation and open your heart. We pray that this really helps. Hello and welcome to the Fathom Beyond Sunday podcast. I am Christina Scott here with Pastor Kyle Nelson. That is I. (laughs) We're both feeling a little froggy today. Can you hear it in our voices? Yeah, we were joking about that the other day. Like we can, you know, I don't know, personality comes out, you know, in the sit down conversation mode, which which I love. Yeah, yeah. It's a, we have gotten three messages in the Beatitudes Lots. Should that I have turned it into eight? Is it is it too much? I'm because <laughs> I feel like when I'm preparing, it's too much. It, there's a lot. There's, there's a been lot, a yeah. lot in those, and you're always so. There's just a lot in these messages that don't end up being two hours long. So, for all on behalf of the entire congregation, I say <laughs> thank yeah. you. Yeah, I, I you. go ahead when when I want to be like I want everybody to know I'm not going to read tw- twelve chapters here. <laughs> so, can I just get a thank you or something? Right, just, just like, acknowledge <laughs> that I really want to. I've read these I'm not going many to. times so that you know you can go home and eat lunch. Right, <laughs> you know? right, or that the people that are serving over in kids don't have our kids well right. past their lunchtime. Right, yeah. Right? <laughs> Swinging from the chandeliers. So, yeah. So, we, uh, this past week, we're in Matthew chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. Uh, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And something that you said during uh, the portion of, that portion when you were talking about mercy, the one part of the things, where I, I'd said Joseph was the baby and he wasn't the baby, that part. <laughs> that's not the part. We've already but talked about that. Since you brought it up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you who are Old Testament scholars yeah. and you heard that from Sunday's either Sunday sermon or Sunday's podcast, you know that Pastor Kyle knows that Joseph wasn't actually the baby. Yeah. He knows that. But in one of the listings in the Bible, he's listed last. So for whatever reason in my brain, that popped up. And I don't know why, but Joseph, it, it happens. Joseph still was the favorite. You got that spot on. We that all know it. that <laughs> Joseph was the favorite regardless of It's not of the first time being. and it will not be the last. <laughs> uh, no, but one of the things that you said um, was just about, about mercy. You started talking about the gift of mercy. Um, and how it'll be attacked by the enemy, and he'll attempt to make you miserable with this thing that is like an actual gift from God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you started to kind of go down a mercy path and about that gift, and then said, "We can't get too far into that today. Um, you know, let's let's keep going. I got to move on." And so now we have the time. Yeah, let's let's dig into, into that. It. Let's talk. Let's hear more <clears throat> about that. Yes, yeah, so we were just talking about the internal and external nature, really the process of God. He, he gives something inside of us. He starts something inside of us that it would come out. Like he says, purity in heart, right? That that's that good deeds would follow that, right? Faith would, you know, turn into to good works. And um, the mercy, the same thing. He shows us mercy. Like we love because he first, first loved us, yeah. right? So there's this internal, external process of, of God with, with, just about everything, right? Just about everything in our walk with Him, um, you know, begins in inside of us. 
And I, I, you know, I was talking about how it's a, it's a gift and a fruit, but to, to kind of go straight into that, because I, I like to talk about some of, you know, because some spiritual gifts that God gives us are, um, you know, I, I think when I say, say that it's a gift, I, I really am talking about like it's, it's a free gift from God, but mm-hmm. I think there's also this other element that we can recognize that God has given, gives some special grace, like a, like a soup, like the only way we, it's a supernatural grace, charismata, they're grace gifts, right? Grace on top of grace on top Mm -hmm. of grace is what we get to enjoy, um, with our life with God. And, and one of those is, is in these gifts that help us build up the kingdom of God that help us, um, you know, show each other another glimpse of, of God's gracious character. And so one of those is mercy and, you know, it's something that we're all called into to exemplify, and it's a fruit of the Spirit, but it's also a gift. And, and so many times with whatever, like, the gift that God has given us, like, if your gift is administration, right? Mm-hmm. Or if your gift is um, um, knowledge, right? So let, let's just take those two, and then we'll get back to mercy, just to, to kind of begin to, th- you can, you know, each person listening to this, you can think about what are the gifts that God's given me, and then how, what's the dark side of that? Right. <laughs> that the enemy tries to take this blessing, this gift of God used up to build up his kingdom, and tries to make it this curse um, in my life, and this, this thorn in my flesh, right? So I'd say for administration, he takes this great gift of getting stuff done checking those boxes boom right ha, right you like, let's just talk this out <laughs> i don't want to be a one-way conversation here yeah. how would god or not how, how would the enemy how would satan really try to take that and twist that yeah so i think that when we get to the point of where we are slave to our calendar mm-hmm. right because we're administration like we we can order these things and we can get in there and we become this sort of slave to our planner, our day planner, our calendar, then when something, the enemy will throw something in there and like put a wrench in our plans, right? Mm-hmm. We've, we've structured everything really well. Yeah. We've got it all planned out and we're going to be able to get all the things done. Yeah. But then we can't. Or um, when other people, like here's where I think it turns into a curse is where now based on my two-sided prison message mm-hmm. now, like I, I've been given this gift, but now I'm actually judging people who don't hustle, like who right. can't check as many boxes as I can. For sure. And now it's, it's pride in my life. So see what was a gift of God is now the enemy's trying to twist it and right. trying to turn it into a curse. Um, in which I get exhausted and burn out, you know? Yeah. And I wonder too, sometimes if, if that is because we stop recognizing it as a gift mm-hmm. and we start thinking of it as, something we are we do mm-hmm. right instead of this supernatural gift from god instead of this gift from him we I, start to see it as just oh and, i just can and i'll just go ahead and talk where i've been at on my theological journey with this whole idea of, of spiritual gifts and because people actually believe a little bit different things about this actually a lot of different things right, about this absolutely. one of the places that folks vary on their interpretation of the scripture is is it a gift? Is it your gift, right? Or is it, um, or is it a gift of the Holy Spirit? And, right. And I've just always, you know, preached and taught uh, we're a vessel, right? And, you know, I may have this gift or whatever at this time in my life. There may be a time where God doesn't really need that exhibiting in my life, and maybe it would like dormant 
Um, but I think I've always just expressed their gifts of the spirit and right. we're stewards of that, that grace to, you know, that gift. Um, and I, I think it's because of that, that humility is really, I, I think even if, even if somebody else is right in that, I'm going to still express it that way. Cause I think it's going to keep us in the right, right. heart and the right yes. spirit that, um, I'm just a conduit for right. his his spirit and he can choose to use and flow through me. Right. I, I've been crucified with Christ. It's it's mm-hmm. not I who live, it's Christ who lives through me. So Well, and as his image bearers, right? Mm-hmm. So if there's anything good in us, and I think I've said this yeah. before, so I might sound like a broken record to those of you who are listening, but I, I that anything good in me must mm-hmm. have come from him. Mm-hmm. Um, that even before... I knew him in the way that I know him now. I was benefiting from the work of the Holy Spirit in the earth mm. because mm. the Holy Spirit has been in the earth for my the entire time I've existed on the mm-hmm. earth and the, the Holy Spirit's been at work in the earth. Even those things that were um, you know, culturally good about me or the things that I didn't have to shed from my old life that I was allowed to bring with me into my new life, like even those things are still a work from him. Yeah. Let's take a couple more because yeah. I, I will just go through these and then we're going to get to mercy okay. and then we'll really, cause that yeah. was what we teased that we're going to talk about right. for those <laughs> like, who are like, I got a mercy gift. Will you just talk about it already? <laughs> Could we get um, to the mercy part? So another one that's super common is, um, the, the gift of helps. Mm-hmm. Right. And this yeah. is one in which God graciously puts inside of people, not a desire to lead to take over, to to administrate necessarily, um, but to be a help mm-hmm. to those around them um, in very deep and, and beautiful ways. And what some of us would get burnt out helping people, right? Right. Um, some of us, like, we, we can't make a list. We haven't made a list in forever, <laughs> right? Like we talked about with administration, you know, there's some that have a special grace that, man, it brings them such joy to help. Like they just are filled, their cup is filled up when they get an opportunity to help yes. someone else. And, and and it's, and it's, you know, we could say, oh, well, that's just because they feel better about it. I think sometimes there's that, that kind of jaded view on it, but I, I think it's a genuine gift of God, gift of the Holy Spirit, work in someone's life to come along and make the load lighter, right. you know, for others. Um, but the enemy will take that and constantly whisper to people, now the yes. gift of helps. You don't have a gift. Right. You, you don't really have, do anything. Why aren't you leading something? Yeah, yeah. You should be doing this. When the gift is there and it's present, but the enemy just lies, right? And he, he's a he's a, a liar and an accuser, and that's all he wants to do is just lie and accuse and get you off track. Kill, still, and destroy right. all that good that God is doing in your life. Um, and so... Yeah, I don't know. Have you seen any more that I, come to mind when it comes to gifts? I think um, I was I was actually, as you were talking, I was looking at this definition that we have used in the past okay. for the gift of helps, that the gift of helps is the divine strength or ability to work in a supportive role for the accomplishment, accomplishment of tasks in Christian ministry. And when you read it that way, how do you not see it as a gift, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just, that's for where sure. I got caught there for a second going, man, if, you, if you're if you sitting there thinking, I have no idea what my gift is, mm-hmm. maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe what it is yeah. is the gift of helps. If for you, sure. if you can't look 
at, you know, at what and think like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely, you know, I'm an evangelist or I musical worship is my thing. Right. If you're not (laughs) those things Mm -hmm. and you're like, what is my gift helps is, I mean, it's deeply spiritual. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What about what about hospitality? Yeah. Uh, um, There's there's, you know, I think with all these, there's a lot of different ways the enemy's going to do it. But, you know, most of them are stemmed in pride. You know, he's trying right. to get us to be prideful. He's the trying to get us. He's trying to get us to um, settle for something less than the fullness of God's intention and passion and calling in this gift to live it out. Um, with with bi- biblical hospitality, is something again we're all called to live out. Right. It's a, it's a fruit of of what it means to follow Jesus. Like we learn to be hospitable. To, to foreigners, to strangers, right. to uh, those far from God, right. to one another. Well, and it um, was even the culture, the culture, oh yeah, for um, sure. bef- like long before our, our modern day, but the culture was you couldn't be turned away, no. even just so the story of Jesus' birth Absolutely. and him getting turned mm-hmm. away from the end was, that kind of, was... Yeah just the most like that was the most repulsive thing you could do was to turn someone away it was so hard for even a person to do that Mm -hmm. because their culture was all are welcome yes i mean you you can expect if you knock on someone's door you will be welcomed in um and so just thinking about how things have changed right that's not our modern world if i walked up to a stranger's door and knocked on their door and said, let me in, they would call the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Different different world. And, and I think, I mean, we get people involved on the hospitality team and, and that stuff, but really biblical hospitality is, is how do you make people feel, you know? Right. And what people with a hospitality gift often move into is move into Martha mode. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It's just like, I got to get all the things done. I got to make sure the house is perfectly clean. And like, we just actually miss the point, you know, and uh, we could give Satan credit for that. Many times that's just us and our OCD mm-hmm. and uh, our worrying about what people think. And so I'm not even going to give Satan credit for that one. <laughs> you know, some <laughs> of these, like we just got to own as our own junk, you know, um, but it is the, the fallen, right. <laughs> you know, flesh yes. that, you know, that, we embody here but um anyway so i i think that's probably the biggest way that i see with hospitality is is really not something i would you know point on 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 satan but uh something that's um more something we got to own right. our fair share of. we can kind of get into our in our own heads about it yeah but we can talk about mercy now yeah let's we can talk about that. mercy um because some people have this in spades like they just do and the state of our world, like where, and I, and I talked about this when we were talking about mourning, it's just like, can you just think about over the past like week or two weeks or three weeks or a month, how much we've mourned and like, oh. we, we feel like we don't even have time to slow down and mourn like literally images that I've seen this week of Haitians crossing the border and they're being whipped. Like, I just want to cry thinking about yes. that. Like, it's ab- uh, like what in the heck is happening? Right. Is that it makes you think like, is how, how can this be real? How yeah. can I be living on the same planet where this is happening? Right. And then we scroll to the next news feed or right. we open up the next app or, or the next story. And it's another thing. Right. Looming debt limit. Right. Uh, Afghanistan. Like, I mean, we just, we right. flip and we scroll and so many of us, because we literally don't have the emotional capacity to slow down and take in all of this. And, 
it's important that we realize we live in this crazy age. You know, we just live in a crazy age with technology and access to all the information all the time. And so we, we got to realize we need to limit what we can take in because we, we, we mentally and emotionally and spiritually cannot take as much processing as we are asking our bodies and minds and emotions to do. Right. Absolutely. Like that's a legitimate thing we need. And I would say particularly for people with a mercy gift, turn off the news. Yeah. Like, because what, because what the enemy is going to do is he wants you to get overwhelmed. He wants you to try to fix everything, you know, he, he, and he wants you to be crushed under the weight of the pain and ugliness you see in the world. And, and then, and then you're good for nothing and you're good for nobody Yes, (laughs) because you're just, or you you think I'm okay. I got to go out and then I just, I got to go save everybody. And and what (laughs) I got to go say this to this person. I got to go fix this situation. I need to call this and I need to do this. And and I'm just, man. And what we don't realize is we're no longer resting in a God who one cares. Absolutely. So deeply. Because I think if we really slow down and process it, that's really what the person with mercy is struggling with. God, don't you care? Mm. Don't you care? Like, and, and we, the images that we're taking in so quickly, we don't have time to step back and actually get back into the truth, which is, of course, God cares about every single one of those things. He's a God of justice. Right. Um, and, and we don't always see that in the time and way that we want, um, but those images, it's just overwhelming to us. And so he would love for us to get crushed under it and do nothing. Or on the other side of that, develop a savior complex and think we've got to save everybody and do everything. And it's literally not what we're called to do. Right. You know, we, we, we physically, physically cannot do that. Um, you know, poverty is another one. You know, I, you know poverty is one thing here. We, we do not understand here on the East Coast what the poverty issue is in California. Right. Like, it is severe. Like, the whole recall situation that just happened out there, so much of it was, you know, and it came from the, the right side of the political aisle, but... When he uh, says right side, he means... Yeah, yeah, Republican. Not correct. He means Republican. Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, but everyone in that state, blue or red... Is sick of the homeless. It's it's Absolutely. such an issue in yes. every single city. It's taking over blocks and blocks and blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we think, God, like, where are you? Where are you? Like, for those who are poor, for those who are hurting in Afghanistan, for this that's going on here. And, you know, I, there's just a reality that we have to, we live in a very broken world. You know, we, yeah. we live in that. Uh, and for the person with the, person with the mercy gift, that's completely overwhelming um and 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 i think distancing ourselves from the the um, swell of digital content right is extremely important so that we can be useful right and um uh, not that we're tuning anything out or putting our head in the sand that's the last thing i would say right um but so that we can be um healthy Mm-hmm. and um, useful in God's kingdom and be able to thrive in this gift right. um, and not move into either of those directions. Something that you said, and I don't, just the way that you were saying the enemy is going to do this, he's going to get you overwhelmed mm-hmm. to where you are good for no one and nothing, 
or he's going to give you this savior complex. Well, like then you are good for no one and nothing Mm -hmm. either. And you think that you are good for something, but actually if you're, if it's you that you're pointing people toward you or you're going out and you're trying to do these things and your mercy gift isn't, is overwhelmed and you've got to get out there and start doing things then that if the enemy is telling you, you have to do it, right? You have to do it. Then again, we're, we're not giving the gospel. Yeah. That's not the gospel. And here, here's a, here's a, another way is, um, when we, if we don't feel that we, we will think, why aren't you doing something? Right. Right. If I don't move into this, then the enemy will try to, why aren't you doing something? And then I actually begin to resent you because you don't care as much as I do. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's another way I've seen the enemy really get in this. And, um, and that can be a, that can be a dangerous thing. And so it, it becomes this two-sided prison, right. you know? And so I think it's really valuing and embracing every person and, and knowing that they bring something and God's going to break our hearts uh, prayerfully for all that breaks his heart. Right. Um, but at different times and in different ways, and we're going to respond to all those things differently and to not put that, like what gift God has given us and the ways we are learning to live that out, you may, that may be a fruit, right? And I think that's the other side of this is it's not just a gift, but it's a fruit. We're all called to have that. Yeah. So when I'm around someone who has a mercy gift, I often need to be reminded of that. You know, I, I like to think of myself as a very compassionate person until I get around some people who like, it's a genuine spiritual gift for them. And they don't just read an article, they cry through an article. Right. And and there's things that break my heart emotionally. I don't tend to cry over a ton of them. But man, like there's something about that that I'm just so thankful because it causes me to slow down. Right. And so I think beginning to value that in one another um, and, and saying, God, I, I want that to actually grow in my life. You know, I, I want... I want to live mercifully, you know, for you or whatever that might be. Instead of just seeing those people as over emotional or whatever, if you're not looking at it as a gift, right? If we're, if we're looking at it as just, man, can't talk to that person without them crying or I can't, Mm -hmm. you know, just trying to get through, just trying to get through, Hey, how you doing? How's the weather (laughs) or whatever, you know? And sometimes I think, you know, it can be for, for people who either don't have that gift in abundance, right? So what mm-hmm. was the term, what was the way that you said, you said in spades, like so for yeah. the people who don't have the mercy gift in spades, it can be kind of uh, draining mm-hmm. yeah. to to be in close relationship with those who do. Um, and so I think that is something that True. it would, it's it behooves us, right? In the, for the unity of the body of Christ to ask for your mercy to grow Mm -hmm. Um, because not just for those, not just for your heart to break for the things that breaks God's heart, but also for you to be able to understand, better understand the people that you're in relationship with in your immediate Mm -hmm. part of the body. Um, And and the the gift of mercy or the gift of helps, um, it's only half fulfilled until it's, it, it hits the deed, right? Until we actually do something, mm-hmm. right? We can't do everything, but what can we do? And, and, and on a daily basis, what does it look like for me to be kind of living this? You know, mm-hmm. um, how can I lean into that and, and uh, abide in, in Christ 
um, and, you know, let the fruit come from there. And, you know, God's going to prune. God's going to prune. I mean, we've been doing Bible study with our kids on John 15, and, and you know, he, he prunes the ones he loves, and he, he prunes so that we will bear more fruit. Yes. There'll be more that will come forward. So um, I think it's really important we think through that as well um, in this process. Yeah. For well, just for those practical ways, can we re can we go back through your list um, of your your nine? Well, it was nine plus fill in the blank. Yeah. And I'm really curious about that. I I was incredibly curious about that fill in the blank. I sat there going, this is a really full list. Like this list yeah, feels yeah. really <laughs> this list feels really you know almost comprehensive. But no, recognize that there's always something. Yeah. And I think, yeah, for sure. There's so many ways there. I think for me, what was going through my brain when I was like, I'm going to leave one of these blank and just Mm -hmm. ask them to fill in the blank. Right. Was it's probably the practical embodiment of one of those. So be patient with people. All right, let's go ahead and fill in. (laughs) Who am I going to be patient with? (laughs) I didn't say that, but like, who who do I need, you know, to begin, you know, let's get that very practical in our own life and, and move there. Um, you know, show compassion to the outwardly sinful was one of those. Like, okay, so what is that situation? Who is that person that that God's actually asking you to to show love and compassion to? Right. Um, right. You know, sometimes that's a, a relationship at work that's made things more difficult for you, or sometimes that's a relationship mm-hmm. in your own family that's made things more difficult for you. Sometimes it's your neighbor. Mm-hmm. I have a a neighbor story. It was rough. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough. Um, yeah. We had one last night. We, our neighbor, um, like our backyard, like just floods really quickly, especially after mm-hmm. it's been raining a ton. And so our neighbor had this great idea. Um, not the one we share the driveway with the other side. Okay. Just to be clear in case you're listening. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I know you love the one that you share yeah, the driveway with. And, so. and the other folks just moved in. So I, I haven't even met them yet. They just okay. moved in. But they decided to install like this this pump, this sub pump, so their dogs can run around in the backyard. Oh. And they spend so much time outside. I've literally never in my life seen someone who spends, they literally, from like 8 o'clock in the morning until 10 p.m. at night, they're outside. Wow. Like on their like back patio. Like all day long. They work from home and they yeah. live outside. Anyway, well, they've got a hose that's pumping all this water mm-hmm. and it's flowing onto my lawn. Oh, man. So last night I'm having to like pr- practice what I preach and think, man, I want to do something about this and remove the hose gently and then just yeah, yeah. So deep breath. This too shall it, pass. It's funny yeah. that you would say that because ours is really similar, except for we've lived next door. We are the ones who moved in, um, but we've lived here for 14 years. Uh, we've lived in our house for 14 years and we've had the same neighbor on this per- on one side. We all the other neighbors have changed, but this neighbor is the same. And we share this um, hedge mm-hmm. fence, basically. So it's it's yeah. all of these azalea bushes that are between uh, her property and our property. And we got out and worked in the yard as a family. All four of us we were just like, yeah, we're going to get out here and we're going to make it look good. We're going to feel good about driving up the driveway <laughs> instead yeah. of like, oh my goodness, it rained again. And look how bad our yard looks. So we get out there and we're uh, trimming the hedges. I'm using the hedge trimmer for the first time in my life. And I'm trimming the hedges and I, I go a little bit past what would be considered our side just to try and level it out of the bushes of these hedges. I trim a little bit further thinking like, okay, well, I'm just going to even out our side and her side. Let me do something 
nice for someone else and she came out she would not feeling it so mad yeah <laughs> she came out so mad and i felt awful i mean at first yeah. i was i first i was yeah yeah angry you know I, well, I was trying to do something nice right but and then i just i felt awful i was like oh no that's now her day right like this is now yeah. her day this woman has trimmed back her hedges too far yeah. and now she's probably stewing in it and i'm and you know all yeah. of those things so anyway all of that to say sometimes it's someone who is really mean to you next door and you mm -hmm. that's a relationship we're not going to get away from mm -hmm. right it's yeah. a relationship we have to for sure dive it in, lean into yeah yeah so a couple other ones i put on there give people a second chance really essentially forgiveness um yeah i, I said second chance but then I, I i chose not to this week i just had so much on i couldn't go scripture on every single one of these mm -hmm. but i could um, but you didn't say 70 times seven. No, chance. I did not. I did not. But that is like, let's start with a second chance, right? <laughs> then we'll get to 70 times seven. Um, assume the best in people. Um, it doesn't mean not, not, you know, not be naive, but assume the best people, be patient with people, serve those weaker and poorer, comfort those who mourn, befriend the lonely, work to restore broken relationships, um, yeah. and not expecting much from others was the other one, um, which I, I think was kind of where I started you know, of my own story, my own prison, Yeah. you know, so, yeah. Well, and I think we've talked a little bit about that expecting much from others. That works. I really think that one, any of your spiritual giftings, right? Not just the, not primarily, not specifically the yeah. gift of mercy, but any of those is that recognizing again, that this is a gift. Um, and not that every, not, it's not going to be as easy for everyone to do the things that you yeah. are gifted in doing. So um, I was jokingly talking behind you, uh, behind your back about how you are a bit of a Renaissance man. And that I was like, there just seems like he's good at everything um, because you edited some videos mm. and don't tell anybody. Cause I don't want, I don't want <laughs> editing work. Please don't ask me. <laughs> no, to do it. Yeah. he is not available. Ministry will turn you into a Renaissance person. Cause there's just a lot of stuff that has to get down and somebody's got to do it. And so <laughs> not a YouTube, huge budget for it. <laughs> here we go. Right. Um, so I just, and you know, I was like, I was really impressed with, there's been a handful of things of, you know, things that you've done. And I'm like, I just don't understand it. I don't understand how, um, how this can get done and that can get done and those kinds of things. And that's really what it is. It's like, okay, God is multiplying time mm -hmm. in people's lives who have asked for it. And they know that what they're called to, mm -hmm. what they're doing, what they're putting their hand to is for his kingdom. Yeah. It's for their good and for his glory. And so no, things aren't going to be easy for us if we forget to ask for his help. Yeah. This, um, I, I say, I say this a lot to folks I know it's a lot, but this is the lot that God chose for you, you know, and this is the lot that you've been called to. So you can either be crushed under it or you can ask for his grace and know that in the midst of our weakness, right, his grace is sufficient, you know, yeah. for it. And he's made strong through all of it. And so... So embrace your lot, whatever that is. If that's a lot of kids or, <laughs> you know, a lot of stress at work um, or a, a lot of family issues. Yeah, or, or a lot of sitting in traffic. Or, yeah, whatever your lot is, right? Embrace it um, under the weight of God's glory and his strength. And uh, all of a sudden, I think what uh, Matthew 11 says is like all of a sudden, Jesus is like, it's, it's light and it's easy in this mm -hmm. yoke. So 
so um, good. Maybe all of us will will take that into our week and just um, what you know, getting that yoke with Jesus. It, it's you know, light and easy. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we love you guys. We're so glad um, that you've joined us today. If you have questions that we can answer, you can always email those questions to info at fathom.church. Um, and you might hear a little Q&A session coming up in the future here on the Beyond hey, Sunday that podcast. sounds fun. I think it would be super fun yeah, to do so that. Start so start firing some questions in. Yeah, don't hold back on those things. If you um, if you need prayer, if you if there are ways that we can connect with you, we want to do that. So you can either, again, you can email info at fathom.church or you can text the word fathom to 97,000 um, and let us know how we can pray with you and how we can connect with you. We hope you guys have a wonderful week. See you next time.